Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fulwelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Did you know there is a place called Enough? And this place sets us up for change. I mean, good change. Often we look at this place of enough as a giving up. We can't go on. We can't do these things. But yet the Lord uses this place of enough to actually take us up to another level. There are many levels in the Lord, and I believe he's calling his people to come up higher. But the question is, how do we get there? How do we how do we even begin to go into those higher places with the Lord? So I want to talk with you today about that how. How we can go into those new levels with him and how God uses this place called enough. Because this is what he does with it. He actually catapults us into that new thing that he has for us when we take this place of enough seriously. So how do we get to that place? How do we uh, know when it's time for us and we've had enough of whatever it is, the status quo of whatever it that is? Well, enough is a word that expresses our exasperation. We all know that. Enough says it has to stop right now. Enough is used to put an end to an action after tolerating just about everything that we can tolerate. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. You see, when we've had enough, this word, this scripture means something to us. And it sinks in. And we can begin accepting what Christ has done for us. This becomes a good place. A place of power. And a place that instills confidence and boldness. This place of enough says, you know what? I've had enough of believing lies. I've had enough of anxiety. I've had enough of living in isolation. I've had enough of feeling like a victim. I've had enough of being sad, humiliated, scorned, used, abused, and the list goes on and on. When we enter into that place of enough, the old becomes useless to us. And this is why I say the place of enough can be a good place. It can be that haven for change for us. I've had my own times of enough. I never really understood why I stayed so long before I got to that place. But I also know that within it, once I reached that, there arose a determination within me to stop whatever, what was going on. When I first opened Empowering Life Center, I remember a friend dropped by to share with me the visions that she had regarding the ministry that I was in. And so in this vision, there were several of us standing on top of a crate. And underneath it, there were people standing 
Some were trapped within a large cage, and it was a mass of people. So trapped in darkness, some were reaching up through the bars crying for help. Others were curled up on the floor, unable to stand. And then I saw others, they were just crying and sobbing uncontrollably. Each one wanted help out of the bondage that placed him within that cage, but they were all struggling on how to do this. Brokenness has different levels. And as indicated in this vision that I just shared, some had settled into their place of darkness. They were crunching un- crouching under its heaviness. Others were still emotionally held in its ca- captivity and they were unable to see beyond their emotional state. Because oftentimes when we're in this place, confusion and despair will shadow our thinking. But then there was those that had had enough. You see, they were standing up and reaching out for help, determined to get out of their place of darkness. And this is why we must get to this place of enough too. Because we cannot allow the enemy to keep us trapped in that mental, emotional, or physical place any longer. Because if it does, we settle in. And that bondage and that darkness stays for a long, long time. In fact, some of you may be experiencing that as well. Well, the Israelites were also caught into this. They were in a bondage. If you will remember, you know, the Israelites were under the bondage of the Egyptians. They were um, enslaved in all of this. And they had reached their place of enough. And they, their complaints, they started to complain and it reached the heavens. Okay, but here's what the thing with the Israelites. They just didn't understand the help that God was providing. In fact, they even refused it. When Moses came to help them out of they and you know many times we don't understand either we don't understand the how God's going to do this we and even when He does try to help us we just find that it's not the way we thought it was going to be it it doesn't look the way it's supposed to be and so we get into this this place where we can often refuse the help that the Lord is sending. Plus, the Israelites didn't appreciate the process that they had to go through. They wanted to get through to the promised land, but they didn't appreciate any of it. But one thing I know about the Israelites, and I believe that it's true for us, is that we need to stay the course. And we need to cross over into that new thing that God has for us. You know, the journey can be hard to maneuver. I know. I've been there myself. And it's not easy to step out of our own comfort zones. But if we continue to reject the old, we're going to get past it and we'll eventually reach the new. And so I want to share with you some steps that the Lord showed me in how to take this place of enough and use it to our advantage and get us out of that old place. I also, like I said earlier, I want to take you through this process so that you can get into that new thing that God has for you. And the first step that I've noticed 
that I've had to take, and I believe this is for many of you as well, it requires us to have a strong voice of rejecting our current state and declaring a stance for the new. When I chose to do this, when I chose to say, okay, this is enough of this, and I took a stance for stepping into things, my life started to change. That wasn't always necessarily easy, but I knew what I knew inside of me that this was the way that the Lord wanted me to go. Daniel did the same thing. Daniel resolved in his heart not to bow down to false idols when he was in a state of captivity. And we must too resolve in our hearts that we're not going to accept anything else that is going to keep us in our captivity. This is where the place of enough helps us. Just as it was for Daniel, I mean, he refused. He absolutely refused to bow down, even though the threats were coming at him, the accusations, everything was coming against him. He remained committed to his God. And for us, you know, some of this may include, you know, control. It could be a lack of respect that we're dealing with, false beliefs, that we've made our truth. But when we become captive to those lies or false beliefs and they start dominating our thinking, they become what, what we call invisible bars. And we need to confront them with a strong voice. And that strong voice begins on the inside. And then it eventually will advance to the outside. And the invisible bars will begin crashing down before us. Daniel had held firm, even in times when he could lose his life. But God protected him and established an advanced position for him under the king. The place of Anas forces us to rest and seek refreshment. This is number two, the second point I want to make. In 1 Kings 19, uh, if you recall, Elijah had received a message from Jezebel, which brought great fear on him. I mean, she intended to murder him. He had just had this great big, huge miracle. You know, he had, he had confronted Baal and he had this great uh, miracle that just took place. And yet she came at him with a huge threat. She sought to kill him. And he fled for his life and he ended up into the wilderness. And sitting under this single broom tree in the wilderness, Elijah prayed that he might even die. He wanted to give up. And I'm, I'm hoping that none of you feel that way today because in this place, when we get enough, we may have those thoughts coming at us. But here's what happens that I want you to notice. Elijah said, he said, I have had enough, Lord. I've had enough. And then what happened, you know, he, he was exhausted. He was overwhelmed. He had lost his way, just like many of us do. And he laid down and he fell asleep. While he was sleeping, this is, this is the great part of this. And I believe the Lord does that many, many times with us. An angel of the Lord came and brought him just what he needed a loaf of bread, a jug of water, and a touch from heaven. See, he knew, God knew that Elijah needed rest 
He needed nourishment. He needed understanding. He needed support. And he needed direction, just like you and I do. He knows what we need. And the Lord arrived on this scene at the right time to really reach down. And when he did, when he touched Elijah, this is what the Lord said to him in 1 Kings 19, 7. He said, you have a long journey ahead of you. I want to tell you that there are some listening to this podcast right now. You have a long, great, wonderful, miraculous journey ahead of you. The Lord wants to give you rest. He wants to provide for you nourishment. He wants to come and give you support and understanding. He wants to give you direction so that you can get into the end of wherever that long journey leads you. There are many, many things that the Lord wants to do through you, for you, and with you. The Lord understands the difficulty of the battle that we're in. He watches over us and he sends help. Believe me, he sends help. We do not understand why it's not sooner or at the time that we thought we need it, but the Lord knows the right time when he needs to come in and you will be listening. You'll be tuning into him in a much bigger way than if he had come at any other time. While Elijah ate, he was miraculously, you know, had enough strength to run for 40 days and 40 nights. Wow. But I believe God says we can expect the same thing. He will send us that miraculous help, help so we can have the strength to continue to make it to the end. You know, God came, this is what I found interesting about this, is that God came and he made the first, he initiated that first contact with Elijah. And he always does. We Have you ever felt so alone and you just feel like God's not there in, that, in whatever that despair is that we're in? But what we need to know is that God is right there. He is watching over us. And the touch, when he comes and touches us, it wakes us up to his presence and his provision. And sometimes God has to jolt us because his presence can be there. We know that. But he has to jolt us and say, okay, now it's time to get up and eat. It's time for you to do this. Now, Elijah chose to rest, eat, drink, and follow the directions. And when he did, he became revitalized for the journey that the Lord had for him. We cannot give up on ourselves. We have to eat, drink, rest, and follow the directions of the Lord. Number three, the place of enough sets us up to receive more than we expect. See, when the Lord starts to stand us back up again, a new vitality will enter into our bodies. Uh, a while back, I was very, very low, very down, ready to give up on a lot of things on the assignment that the Lord had given to me. And I remember uh, I was sitting in a chair in my bedroom and I was saying, Lord, I just can't do this anymore. And I believe many of us, uh, you know, we often say those same type of words. We just say we can't do it anymore. And what I felt 
was a hand that came on my back and it pushed me to stand up. And I heard the Lord in my spirit say, you need to stand up again. And when I did, and when I that hand was on my back, it kind of pushes me up to stand up, to rise and stand up. I felt the Lord just breathe into me into in a way that just revitalized me and gave me new energy, it poured in hope in me. And then I, I received some excitement for what the Lord was going to do. This is what the touch feels like sometimes. Sometimes it's a physical touch. Sometimes it's when God really just kind of speaks so resounding in our ears. And we need to receive that. We need to take that. And we need to rise up and stand up and go with the Lord where whatever that is, whatever that is that he's calling you to do. So Elijah continued on. And we cannot allow this victim mentality to blind us from, from seeing the solutions that the Lord has for us. We can't put on blinders all the time. And so when we do that, then we kind of shut down. And I will tell you, you know, the adversary is not going to quit against you. If you have an assignment from the Lord, um, it's going to be there. We're going to be in the battle while we're here on earth. But we have to become determined not to quit. And sometimes we have to get support from areas beyond our current circles. God provided support for Elijah and he gave him instructions to recruit others. So there's times when we will, God will open up doors like an outside, people from the outside who will come around us and join with us. I call those people my tribe. And so often God will just position me somewhere so that a person will come in that is just like me and will be part of that tribe that he has that I'm in. And he will do that for you as well. But we have to keep our heart focused on God, the one who is our healer, protector, our closest friend. And when we have this intimacy with him, it allows us to hear his voice and receive his instructions. We can't rely on our own flesh because it lies to us. We have to crucify that flesh. And I want you to start picturing in your mind, where do you want to go? Who do you want to become? And what do you want your life to look like? And for many of us, if we've had a prophetic word spoken over us that resonated within us, then we need to dig that out and start envisioning ourselves doing exactly what has been spoken over us. You know, many times I've had many prophetic words spoken over me. And sometimes at the time when, when somebody, uh, you know, gives me that prophetic word, um, you know, you just kind of listen to it and you think, wow, that's really far-fetched. That's way, really way out there. That will never happen. But let me tell you, it does happen. It may be a few years down the road, but he does. God loves to give us the desires of our hearts. And finally, whatever loss you've been through, release it to the Lord. Sometimes this includes people that you've been in relationship with, that you've been hurt by. 
Sometimes losses of finances or reputation, maybe even some health aspects. We need to give it to, to him, to God. And when we do this, he returns what the enemy has stolen, it, has stolen from us and he replaces it with blessings. Remember, Job lost everything, but God abundantly blessed him and restored his finances, gave him more children and filled him with contentment. And so God is there for you. He is absolutely there for you because the place of enough makes you hungry for the more that Jesus can give you. So get ready to get hungry for every good thing that God has in store for you. This is a deep crying out to God that allows one encounter after another of his presence and glory. Faith and hunger go together. So we can't have just hunger because without faith, it becomes just emotionalism. It's void of any power. But faith is a forward step that comes out of hunger. So when we diligently seek the Lord for, for to change our lives, hunger and faith must go together so that change can be achieved. Hunger needs to be acknowledged. Hunger causes us to dream. But faith that springs up with, from within that hunger is what forces us to take the next steps. So don't curb your hunger. Don't get discouraged because you can't find the right place or the, or the right people immediately. God will fill that for you. And so when we, when we start and step out into these places where the place of enough starts operating through us and out of that hunger, it will be your heralding cry that will provide boldness and confidence for your place of expansion. So it's where your faith is stretched, you know, trust increases, expectations enlarges. It's that place of determination that I was talking about that nothing will harm us in the midst of the lion's den. Because we may be in the lion's den, and we're thinking we can't get out and we're going to be devoured. But yet God has something there waiting for you. It's in Jesus that we can have boldness and confidence and we can ex access it through faith in him. It is in the broad place where freedom is your new destination. He hears your cry. Help is on the way. So expect God to favor you, to guide you. Expect your faith to mature as you travel through the ups and downs because there is a God who is in heaven that reveals secrets. He can guide you through every step and place you into a better position. And as I close in this podcast today, I want to share with you that our next eight podcasts episodes are going to be around the phases that God will take us through in order to capture our attention. He gets us brought in and then we have to go through some process. But through this process, if you remain determined, you will get to that new thing. You'll be able to step into that new beginning that you have desired to get to. So I just ask the Lord to bless you in all of this. Make that commitment. As you are in this place of enough, 
If you, I want you to just make that commitment to go after all that God has for you. Thank you for listening to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, loisflowing.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram.